Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. And Aisha Woods, Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician. Together, they talk with artists and industry insiders to discover our connection between music and faith. You can connect with us on Facebook or Twitter, at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Aisha. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Only Aisha would start the podcast with singing because she is an artist <laughs> in her own right. <laughs> you know what? Christmas songs are like, they're so beautiful, but they are the toughest, most intricate songs to play. Like they're the good ones. Chris, oh my gosh. Yeah. You're, you're like studying forever just to get ready for Christmas time and, yeah. and having to play them anyway. Right. And then you play it once or twice and then you can forget about it for 11 months. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Mm-hmm. Well, it is Christmas on Between the Grooves. Uh, we're having a little bit of a party here. We're going to be uh, yes, having a lot sir. of our previous guests drop by to share some meaningful moments, maybe some funny memories and uh, some special Christmas stories. So pour yourself some eggnog, maybe sit by the fireplace or just listen in your car while you're driving. It's crazy when you think about how fast Christmas has gotten here. Yeah. Man, we're preparing for all kinds of things. And what do you guys have planned for Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve? Um, Well, you know, in the past, my favorite thing to do on a Christmas Eve was to go for a drive uh, into the sections of town where people have their front lawns and yes. everything else decked out with the lights and decorations and mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. And there were certain neighborhoods that had, like every house would have it, and it, yeah. almost like a competition, who's got the biggest deal happening. That's yeah. what we liked doing in the past, although in, in the last few years, I've been frantically wrapping gifts Christmas Eve <laughs> because I didn't get to it before, so we didn't really do a whole lot. So I'm not right. sure what this year holds, although this year with Christmas Eve being on a Saturday might end up being a family get together, like my wife's Mm -hmm. extended family getting together, because that's maybe the only time that everybody's available because it's the weekend. So we might end Mm -hmm. up doing that. To be honest, no plans yet, no specific plans yet. And we're this close to Christmas and no plans yet. But you know, my wife's wow. from, my wife's from Guyana, so these things can happen very last minute, as you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, well, we're looking forward to a Christmas Eve service. And last year, we actually had Christmas Eve Eve service. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was really nice. I mean, we were able to enjoy Christmas Eve with our families, and um, with uh, Christmas being on a Saturday or Sunday, rather. Yeah. We'll have our Christmas Eve service and actually no service on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Christmas Eve will be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it is. Pretty big. Well, speaking of Christmas Eve, our first guest today on our Between the Grooves Christmas special, Cade Thompson. I think the most special thing for me about Christmas, as far as a Christmas memory, is the Christmas Eve service that my family goes to every year. We're at church. We got our candle in our hand, candlelit service, and we're singing Silent Night. And I think that, to me, when that moment hits every year, I realize the true meaning of Christmas once again, and it feels like Christmas. 
for sure. I actually forgot about the candle lighting. Did you? I really? mean, that's what Christmas Eve service is, <laughs> anyways. And that's I, like I get, the highlight. I know, literally. The, but I do know that that it has been a fire hazard and and a concern of churches as well. So they've some churches have gone away from it because of the fact that uh-huh. you know you get some little child with a candle in their hand and oops now yeah. the chair's on fire or something right right well so. for us um our little people they will have the battery operated okay uh tea light looking candles <laughs> right or just hold up yeah. your phone with the light on yeah that too yeah there you go then you feel like you're at a at a concert <laughs> right right merry christmas <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i guess the main thing for me is just just spending time with family you know, like mm-hmm. I would rather just kick back at home um, yeah. and spend time with my immediate family. Not that I don't want to spend time with extended family or even people at right. church for that matter, but I would rather spend as much time with my immediate family at home in front of the fire or by the Christmas tree yes. on the couch, maybe even watching like a Christmas movie together or, or mm-hmm. something like that. So it's not that I'm not into the Christmas Eve service. To me, right. the biggest part is, is the family time. Oh, man, it's unmatched. It's so important. And um, let's hear what Stacia Hepburn has to say about it. So my current answer would be just time with family, just sitting around, you know, having family meals and enjoying that time together. Um, Going back, (laughs) it was a lot of the gifts was always the childhood fun. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember one Christmas I got a gumball machine. <laughs> were there gum were there gumballs in it? <laughs> yes. Okay. It was like a dream to me. Like yeah. a tall like gumball machine that you can turn like when you go into like an old restaurant mm-hmm. yes. and you put your twenty five cents in and I don't know why. That was just like something I really, really wanted is a gumball like my own gumballs <laughs> did you have to share That's awesome i think i did that like, yeah see that <laughs> that ruined it for me that ruined it for me if this could be a gumball machine in your own room and nobody's allowed in and you just enjoy when you want to that's christmas <laughs> right because well, i always ask for things like a horse or like like think like a jet like things that were you know not going to happen at that time <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so to me i was like whoa <laughs> that's awesome that was mm-hmm. fun I love Stacia Hepburn. She's she's a hoot, and her giggle is is infectious. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh man! But you know what? During this time, let me ask you a question: Do you have any staples, like food staples, during the holiday in your household? Um, for my family, the big thing as far as food is concerned is the big breakfast spread on Christmas morning. And wow. I will, Christmas Eve, one of my chores on Christmas Eve that kind of just started last year was I make uh, homemade French toast. Really? Yeah. So we'll buy the bread from the grocery store, from the bakery, and it's the unsliced uh-huh. type bread, white okay. bread. And gotcha. uh, I will slice it thick, like at least an inch or an inch uh-huh. and a half thick. And I'll make the batter and stuff, and I will spend probably an hour and a half, maybe even longer, taking two loaves and make it into French toast, and we will have it as part of our Christmas spread on Christmas morning. But Christmas morning, it's everything from pancakes to the French toast to eggs to um, raisin bread to, uh, you know, a whole bunch of fruit, um, Mm -hmm. like all that stuff. Uh, So we'll have that for breakfast, and we just munch on it through the rest of the day so sweet like we don't necessarily make the christmas dinner a big thing 
because of right. the fact that we've got all this food kicking around. And quite frankly, that's <laughs> my breakfast. breakfast for the next week, right? Because there's so wow. much in the, in the way of leftovers. So staple of food, <laughs> I mean, the, the staple would be food. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> what about you? For us, uh, I'll say one main staple is uh, cassava pie. Oh, okay. Which is an island thing. Yeah, definitely. What's really crazy about it is the fact that my husband, um, he was born and raised in Florida, and I don't know how to make the cassava pie, but he got the recipe from my sister, and he has carried on the tradition of making the cassava pie every holiday, particularly Christmas. And um, I think it's a little ridiculous that I don't know how to make it. With it being... Why not delegate? <laughs> if your husband's willing to make it, go for it, right? One less thing he for you to worry about. Such, I know. <laughs> he does such a good job. And um, God forbid if anything ever ever happened to him, we'd be up a creek. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. A very but important I, part of Christmas, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, Aisha, speaking of food, Daniel Mulkey is here to share with us. I think... Uh, um, you know, not to overly spiritualize anything, but, you know, gathering together and just praying, you know, we usually did like a breakfast in the morning and then just kind of gathering together as a family and praying and just thanking God for the food, but also kind of thanking God in retrospect for the year as a whole. And uh, that was always really special to me, just family you don't usually get to see gathering together, holding hands and just praying and just uh, thanking God. You had me at breakfast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's a wife that that's my wife's favorite time of the, the day. Yeah. Breakfast. She, if you don't feed her breakfast, you know, there's it's not going to be good for anyone that day. Hey Daniel, thanks so much for dropping by, brother. That was some good stuff. And look who's here, the singing contractors. Hey, hey. Christmas growing up, reflecting back on it, we just remember that family was always gathered and we really didn't have much at all. So we knew that we weren't getting a ton of gifts, but what was exciting for us is we knew the family would be together and we knew we would have a good meal. And really that's that's the Christmas that I remember. And knowing the reason of the Christmas is more important than anything to me today. We get sidetracked way too many times about the meaning of Christmas, but um, that's, that's what I, I can remember. There's a lot of funny stories we could tell, but Christmas is more about family being together and less about having gifts or giving them or or whatever. And it's about Christ's birth. Absolutely. It's not about us and it's uh it's it's exciting to one of the songs we sang on our new Christmas record was really cool. Aaron Wilburn wrote it was there's a baby on the way and it just puts everything in perspective and if everybody would take a step back and just realize the true meaning, I think it really would give them a whole lot better outlook of, about Christmas. Because when all the gifts are unwrapped and, and all the, the hype is over, it can go back to reality really quick. Yeah. And so, yeah, very thankful for just uh, uh, for parents that taught us the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah, I'm, for me, I guess I'm at the age where I really care less about the presents. I just want to spend time with family and, sure you know, thinking about the true meaning of Christmas and not getting too crazy in the whole festive season, if you know what I mean, because right. it is a crazy time of year. And I just, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll avoid going to the mall. 
um, just because it's so cr- crowded and stuff. Right. Um, although maybe I'll just go to window shop or watch people shop just for an enjoyment thing. But but other than that, I, I don't want to have to fight for a parking spot. Um, right. I don't want to have to you know, get all stressed out about the season. I would just like to sit back and enjoy. And sometimes we get so worked up with all the stuff going on, we can't actually enjoy right. Christmas, you know? Right. That's right. Absolutely. That's good. The singing contractors. And can I say, Aisha, true artists, I mean, why not promote their Christmas album at the same time, right? <laughs> Use this Jamie's as a forum to promote your music. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This, this is so much fun. I love this time, and, and I love uh, talking with these artists and, and folks, them coming back and sharing what they have to share with mm-hmm. us. Question for you. Do you have any birthdays around the holiday season in your family? No, not not really? for us. Yeah, for us, okay. we're very fortunate. I do have a nephew and a niece that have birthdays at the beginning mm-hmm. of December. Um, wow, okay. But what about you? Like um, Christmas, as busy as it is, what else is happening for you in oh December? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we've got uh, our second born. His birthday is a week before Christmas. I've got a niece whose birthday is... Two weeks before Christmas, I've got a sister whose birthday is a week before Christmas, um, a nephew whose birthday is the day after Christmas. So it's it's definitely busy all right. around. You know, when Jesus was born, I wonder if they, you know, the wise men would have considered saying, here, this is a gift for Christmas and your birthday. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Well, According to scholars, supposedly he was like two years old when the wise men got to him. Oh, okay. So then, then so, it's okay. Then it's appropriate. <laughs> I just figured, you know, okay. he, he's entitled to a, a Christmas gift and a birthday gift. But you right. Know, anyways. Well, speaking of birthdays, here's Lydia Laird with some birthday stories of her own, particularly around the holiday time. Man, for me, it's just all of us being together. But also, my sweet dad, he. Ever since the beginning of our family, he has made it such an important thing to stay and get around God's Word. Um, and I, that's one of the reasons I love God's Word so much. Uh, growing up, every morning we woke up and had Bible study with my dad. And on Christmas, it's especially special because it's his birthday, which is really oh, wow. sweet. <laughs> my dad's birthday, yeah. And he is the most humble man you'll ever meet. Um, and every year he spends his birthday sharing about Jesus. And I think that is the most precious thing in the world to me because he'll sit us down with the Bible, tell us the story again every year. And now they've got, you know, they've got their 10 kids and now they've got 16 grandkids so far. And so we'll all just be around like this huge wow. family. And my sweet dad with his very soft voice, he'll just sit there and he'll read us, he'll read us the Christmas story again. And I think... For me, my dad is the best example of Jesus on this earth. And so to see him in that humble place on his birthday, sharing the story about our Savior, it's just like such an example of God's love to me. I just love that. Yeah, thanks, Lydia. Really appreciate what she had to say about her dad. You know, I can recollect when when I was younger, we would be at family get-togethers. And very often, my dad was just sitting quietly in the room watching everybody Mm -hmm. else. And I was a little concerned, thinking to myself that, you know, maybe he's 
you know, not having something's fun or whatever wrong. else, something's wrong, whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, he said he just enjoyed watching everybody having yep. fun. And maybe I'm getting old or something because I enjoy the same thing. I'd rather just yes. sit back and watch everything else because I don't want to miss out on anything that's happening. Right. Uh, and right. I'll just watch people interacting and having conversations and, and laughing and joking and doing whatever, you know, mm-hmm. happens at these get together. So really appreciate what she had to say. Yes, indeed. Our daddies are special, special, special. Now, Richland has a story to share about his dad. Growing up, we didn't have a lot. My dad worked on a ranch and, you know, you, you don't get rich uh, working on a cattle ranch. But one winter, uh, we woke up to a basketball hoop. My dad bought this really, really nice basketball hoop that he eventually you know, put in the ground. And then uh, my brother got a trampoline. And so I think we were like in fifth grade. I was in fifth grade. I think my brother was like in third grade. And we woke up and just could not believe what our eyes, you know, were looking at with a, a brand new basketball hoop and a trampoline out there in our yard. And now as a dad, just seeing how beautiful, uh, that was that my dad had saved that money come to find out he had built fence and put that money away early in the summer to give his two kids his two boys a really special Christmas and now as a dad uh, you realize just how beautiful and, and important those moments are so well and as a dad you want to do that for your kids right so right just the the forethought and everything else I will say though that if it was happening in Canada with a basketball hoop and a trampoline you wouldn't be able to use that stuff for a few months (laughs) you know the trampoline we were on it right away in fact having the snow on it because there was snow on the ground made it even more enjoyable the basketball hoop didn't get put in the ground for another few months right but but just knowing that it was coming was all I needed the anticipation for sure that's it I so love that and just the importance of doing what is meaningful Mm -hmm. and doing what uh, creates great memories. And now we've got Miss Kim Pratt talking about some really fun memories that they've made over the years. Yeah, let's hear it. Just growing up, my brother uh, would start these little traditions and I'm learning now that I'm older, he did it pretty much for his own amusement. Uh, <laughs> for me and my sister. So every Christmas, for whatever reason, um, he would have us, like when we would get up early, you know, to open the gifts. And instead of just walking down the stairs, and my parents had this huge staircase, right? Instead of walking down the stairs, we would get on our bellies and slide down the stairs. And I can't remember why the original reason he gave was. I think it's back when, uh, you know, he was like, oh, well, you don't want to. Uh, in case Santa Claus is still here, you know, like little stuff like that. So it's kind of so, sneaking in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But it's a huge, like, imagine the Home Alone staircase. Oh yeah. It's like a huge staircase, and we're sliding down on our bellies. So when I got older, and you know, we were staying, me and my kids, we uh, we all came over to my parents, like, hey, let's spend uh, Christmas at Grandma and Granddad's. So I'm telling them the tradition, and I'm like, hey, we, we got to slide down on our stomachs. And let's just say 
I felt every single year of age that I gained. Oh, <laughs> um, since then, Because I'm like trying to slide down the stairs and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm sore. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm trying to make it fun. And I'm like, how did I do this? This was stupid. Like in my mind, I'm like, who came up with this? But yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. But yeah, every every year, yeah, that's what, what my brother would have us do. I'd go down the rails. Instead of the stairs, just slide down the rail. <laughs> that would be a lot safer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways. Brave, brave. So let's let's talk about Christmas gifts. You've uh, slid down the, the railing now, and uh, you're in front of the tree. Um, yeah. Do you guys, first of all, do you have some kind of process of how the gifts are handed out? You know what? Um, we have, in recent years, gotten those huge gift bags. Oh, yeah that hold everything so we'll just give each person in our family their bag at the same time just Just, yeah oh just a free-for-all yeah okay so (laughs) so that's that's one way of looking at it yeah we'll we'll give it to the kid the kids theirs right and then we'll watch them open their things yeah no ours ours is this long stretched out thing where it's one gift at a time per person i mean it'll it'll be a two and a half hour you know we'll get phone calls from family members saying how was your christmas and no we're still opening gifts you know like it's (laughs) it's a lengthy process um (laughs) we make one person in charge of handing Mm. out the gifts and usually it ends up being my daughter because she'll try to do it real fast and but we all so organized but yeah we all take turns (laughs) and everything else but you know speaking of gifts you know every year now and again maybe i'm showing my age but Every year, it's like, Dad, what do you want for your for Christmas? And right, I don't need anything. You know, just right. I, I don't need anything. I don't want anything. So mm-hmm. now, for me, <laughs> I hate to say this, but now for me, I just tell my kids because they're working and they don't have any real expenses, so they're making more money than I am. <laughs> so what I tell them is, I just want cash. Note taken. There you go. I'll send you a list. Yeah, so send me cash. Sorry, everybody who's <laughs> listening right now to Between the Grooves, send me cash. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Merry Christmas. <laughs> what about you, Aisha? What's what's like gifts uh, as far as what you like to get? I, like candles? I'm just, like that's you know what? that's what my kids do with my wife. Here's a candle again. Right? <laughs> no, it's crazy. Um, my folks do a fabulous job at well, my mom in particular. Everything cute that I own comes from her. Okay, and it's uh, so. That's probably one of the things that I look forward to most most years is uh, whatever bag or package is coming from my mom because they just look out for me with clothes and shoes and um, that's kind of the gift that keeps on giving for me. Right. Um, but yeah, speaking of gifts, man, it's such um, a pleasure to get to talk with this guy once again and hear what special gift he got that meant so much to him over the years. Mr. Talkbox. Big moments for me was when I was a kid, uh, I don't know how old I was. I was very, I, I had to be, I was about five or six actually. And I woke up, I was excited about Christmas because my parents had put all these gifts out. But one of the best gifts that I've, I remember getting, and I didn't, the, the, the excitement that I had when I saw it was a drum set that it was a, a Muppet 
drum set, the the one that had animal face kind of <laughs> plastered on the front. Great <laughs> Muppets, yeah. <laughs> and and when I got that, I walked around that corner and saw the drum set. That was the birthing of Mr. Talkbox right then in that moment. Uh, I never forget it. And that was the drum set that initiated me into playing in my, my mom and dad's gospel group because the dr- one of the drummers didn't show up at rehearsal. So I pulled my little Muppet drum set out while they were rehearsing and I started playing the music and my parents were like, wow, this guy has an actual gift <laughs> That's to awesome. play music. So yeah. I was in the band immediately. <laughs> so are you are you suggesting that parents get That's their awesome. kids the drum set for Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Get them, yeah, get them, get them a drum set, get them a guitar, get them a keyboard, get them something at an early age. Because, I, I'm I'm know, with you on all the instruments. I just thought the drums might be the that little noisy thing that you just don't want to hear them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's how it that, starts, that, though. That's, that's true. How it starts. That's true. Oh yeah, that's how it starts. I literally that, <laughs> that it, it sparked something in me, and uh, it was it was amazing. I'll never forget that moment. We made that investment this year, actually, in our oldest boy. What musical instrument? Guitar. guitar. Uh, is He's this good. something he is getting this year? Uh-huh. He knows. Justine, if you can make sure that her son doesn't hear this, because when he opens his gift on Sunday morning, right? I, he knows I, already. I like the idea of musical instruments or mu- something yeah. music-related, um, mm-hmm. although my only caution is for a young child, whether it's the recorder or drums or the kazoo or something that's really loud and annoying yes. for a while. You just, got, you just have to use wisdom as to the age that they get something and <laughs> and what and what you're getting for them so mm-hmm. well madison from elevation rhythm is here and she's got something to share with regards to music as well i remember i think i was 12 and my parents bought me an amp and i had a, an acoustic guitar and they bought mm-hmm. me a custom amp and i was just so shocked to receive that gift but i learned how to use it and i think that was probably like the best gift I had received, but it also shaped like my future and I hadn't expected it to. And so I think that was probably something memorable is like, while we can receive, you know, gifts and all of those things, we don't realize how the small things and in holidays and spending time with family and seeing different things can affect our future. And so that was probably Mm -hmm. something that stuck with me throughout the years is it may not be necessarily the physical idea of the gift, but it's what can uh, shift your future in ways that you can't really expect it to. Yeah, something music-related yeah. lasts forever, right? If Especially Absolutely. if you come from a musically inclined family or you're interested sure. in music, whether it's a guitar, an instrument of some sort, or like Madison said, an amp, it's going to mm-hmm. last a long time and you're going to use it over and over again. Not like something disposable like a toy, something that you just use a few times and and then you, you you forget about it right unless of course you're a collector true and it's a collector's item well isn't that what happened to Vaughn Thompson yes and he's here to tell us about it the Christmas I got the Optimus Prime from the Transformers oh, yeah. it's like the most amazing uh, gift uh, experience as a child like, that was you know just wanting that all year and finally getting that like to the point where I actually you know, as a collector, I repurchased that, you know, in the box and in excellent condition and it's all graded and um, everything now as a collector. Like it was, uh, yeah, that was an amazing Christmas. 
Yeah, I think it's so important to get a gift for someone that they would appreciate, that they would want, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah, sure. people give gifts that are like, well, this is what I like, so I'm going to get it for you. But you right. might not appreciate it. You might not like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And really, it just comes down to being selfless Yeah, and thinking of others, uh, which is what Aaron Rice has to talk about. And just thinking about his folks and creating traditions and doing what would make someone else overjoyed and it be meaningful, really meaningful. So here's Aaron Rice with what he's got to share about Christmas time. My family goes nuts at Christmas. Uh, They did (laughs) before I was married and now even after. One of the big things that happened every year was whatever kind of the the big gift was, the culminating gift, whatever, was always some form of a game or scavenger hunt. But it was, it wasn't like just around the house scavenger hunt. It was like crazy clues. Like it could take hours for you to find your (laughs) gift. And I'll never forget one year, my brother and I were out of the house. We were grown, but we, this was when digital cameras were just starting to become a thing. And we bought my parents a digital camera, and uh, my dad was a pastor in Florida. Sent him on a scavenger hunt all over their town. But we (laughs) documented the scavenger hunt with the digital camera the entire time. And we laugh about it almost every year. To They ended up back in their house, and the box of the camera was in the freezer. And so they get to it, and then they're like freaking out that the camera had been in the freezer the whole time. But we have all these pictures of every step of the way, and wow. we laugh about that almost every year. It's a, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and when did you tell them the camera that you were using to document this whole thing was theirs? They caught it when they opened up the box and realized it was full of <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I don't That's remember awesome. what it was. And then they just that is awesome. I was like, here you go. I mean, but my family is like that. We're just, we're not giving you hints. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I right. mean, I'm 45 years old and now we do it with my daughter. You know what? I'm so big on family. I, I love that, what Aaron shared and creating traditions. And mm-hmm. it's so important. You know, um, he talked a little bit about before he was married and then after um, getting married and just incorporating family with all of it is so important. And I love the scavenger hunt idea. Like, what right. a unique thing. If if there's anything you get out of this Christmas special on Between the Grooves is just getting ideas like this to do with your family yeah. and start new traditions and whatnot. Right. Um, I just love that. And speaking of family, here's David from Elevation Rhythm. For me, Christmas was always just a time uh, that I can remember a full house. My parents... Uh, we never spent Christmas alone as a family. We always had extended family and we never had a big house, but there always seemed to be enough room for all of my aunts and uncles and cousins. <laughs> and so um, anytime I think about Christmas, I think about, oh my gosh, just loud people, fun and games. <laughs> we always played Uno till like two o'clock in the morning. There was always <laughs> someone that was going to break a plate because it was just always got chaotic. And so Christmas to me represents just a fun time with family, where everyone is invited and no one is left alone. So that's Christmas for me. Thanks, David. You know, uh, Christmas Day for us, we always have my mother and mother-in-law over, which is 
kind of different. Um, we invite them over for the breakfast that we have, and then mm-hmm. we just let them chill at our house. So we, you know, they, yes. they unwrap their gifts, uh, we unwrap their gifts and, and whatnot. And then after that, it's everybody do what you want, you know, just relax, mm-hmm. watch a movie, uh, have right. conversation or whatever else. But yeah, I, I love the, the whole family aspect. We don't get into the Uno thing as much, although really? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, like we do love playing Uno. It just, it yes. can, it's, not, it's like Monopoly. It can go on forever, right? That's the you know. Truth. Oh, let's play again. Oh, let's play again. And uh, <laughs> and I always have. I always tell my kids. I, I'm always playing strategically. It just means I'm I'm not really playing very well. You know, every time I lose, I'm playing strategically. I'm you know, forward thinking, thinking ahead here. Yeah. There you go. So uh, yeah, that's Family a fun. That's a fun thing to do is play Uno. I don't know if my my mother in law would necessarily get into that. I could see my mom getting into it, but really, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's one thing that we enjoy is is having them over, spending time with them because they're alone, um, their spouses are gone, and so right. having them be a part of our family, I think it's really yes. really important. And uh, you know, when I get older, I hope my kids do that for me as well. You better know right? it. You reap what you sow. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> having them there as we open gifts together is really meaningful. Speaking of opening gifts. It's time to do that now. Oh, Um, I like that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm excited. Let's talk to Ben Fuller. Coming from Vermont, coming from a state that's 2% Christian, coming from not going to church my whole life, what Christmas was to us was, now my family is not all that close, I guess. Looking back at all the things we never really opened up and told each other things and, and, and you know, uh, never really shared a lot of honesty and it was really difficult. But what Christmas was for me was we would all come together and my sister, my mom, and my dad and I, uh, after finishing chores, you know, on the farm, we would all sit and, and rip open presents together. And it was a moment where we just, as a family, would be in the same room. And it was about the gifts. It was about, what'd you get? And, oh, man, I wanted that. Or it was about that. But it was about being together. And so now looking at it, I'm just so grateful to spend that together time with my family. As much as it wasn't about Jesus for us, it was about, hey, we can do this together as a family and um, it was looking back on it we had some really beautiful memories that we really didn't take note of you know it was kind of very overlooked but I'm I, it's become so important to me now man thanks Ben you know what just with what he shared makes me think of how oftentimes during the holidays particularly Christmas there's some family drama of some sort oh yes but it's <laughs> It's so nice, though, to remember that, like, such sweet times of reconciliation happen over the holidays. Man, and and it makes for great memories. I got to ask you, Aisha, um, you mentioned a few weeks ago that you were going with a safari theme this year for Christmas. How's that working out? I'm so excited. It's, It's my first time doing something like this, and I absolutely love it. And everyone that has seen it, they love it too. It, it's it's different. It's unique. Yeah. Um, Something different. Well, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, how are the kids enjoying it? 
they love it too. I like when you're able to take something like Christmas and put a spin on it like that, right? Right. And that's what Jake Smith is here to share with us about as far as what they've done at Christmas time. So I can remember, this is something that my my parents used to read, The Cajun Night Before Christmas. And it's a book that's like, it's the the Cajun, not the night before Christmas. So it's it's written (laughs) as if a Cajun person was, you know, telling the story. And so if you can, you can look it up and try to, you know, read it yourself because it's kind of interesting. You, you'll hear that, that French Cajun accent come out wow. when you read this book. But I can always remember my uncle was already Cajun trying to read the Cajun night before Christmas and then the words just didn't even make sense. It's almost like they canceled each other out because his accent was so strong. And he would, he would dress like Santa Claus and he'd come in and we can we would all sit around and, and it was just it wasn't even about what he was saying because you couldn't understand it it was just the fact that every year you knew he was gonna say it you know and dress like santa claus so that was a great you know personal memory for me um it's an it's another reminder just to it's more about being with your family than it is about the the events you know um mm-hmm. and so i always think about that Man, I have such an appreciation for different cultures, mm-hmm. especially during the holidays. Here's Blessing Offer with his spin on Christmas, specifically being from Nigeria. When I was a kid and we would do Christmas in Nigeria, most of all of our energy was spent towards making sure everybody could get back and making a feast and everybody mm. eating and everybody being together. And if I recall, we got like two presents each. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. it. Everybody mm-hmm. got one or two gifts and that was it and there was never like a okay open your gift it was just like hey here's what we got you okay put that away let's go hang out with everybody yeah. you know what I mean and so yeah. Christmas for me has always been about getting people together um, I, I do this thing I call Misfits Christmas in Nashville and it's just like if I'm in town I get all my friends over that are also in yeah. town the first time I did it I was like I can't remember why but I was stuck in Nashville for Christmas and I thought, surely there are people around. And I put out this Facebook post. There's like, hey guys, like, I'm in town for Christmas. Uh, who's around? Let's do Christmas together. And crickets, right? Mm. And I said, this is not true. <laughs> it's not true. So I said, I will take care of food and drinks. No, oh, well, there around. you go. There you go. And then all of a sudden, people, all of a sudden, it's like, hey man, I guess I'm in town if you still want to do that. Thing. Of course, like, of course. You know, but it takes, you have to be the one that goes, hey, I'm also here for Christmas. And I don't have plans and it's okay if you don't either. Let's do it together. Let's let's be yeah. our Christmas. You know what I mean? And so all of a sudden everybody came out of the woodwork because there are a lot of people in town who were kind of embarrassed to say they don't have plans or that their family isn't nearby or whatever. And yeah. it's gotten to where people will go, Hey, are you doing Misfits Christmas this year? And it's become a thing because it's okay to say, Hey, it's Christmas and I'm not with my family. What's happening? let's all be together you know what I mean so that's always been it for me it's just like how many people can you get together in a room to make sure everybody feels the love that is Christmas you know you know Aisha when I was a teen it was very similar uh, except the day after Christmas I would get together with all my friends and Uh we would hop from house to house eating leftovers Literally, like it would be, say, one o'clock in the afternoon, we finally get together. We're at one person's house. We would just chow down and eat and then hang around for an hour, hour and a half and then go off to the next guy's house 
and their parents would be there, and it's like, oh, you guys need to eat, and so we'd eat again, and yeah, we'd be yeah. eating every two, three hours a That's feast. holiday hopping. Yeah, holiday hopping with our <laughs> friends. Um, it, it was all because of the food. So I can appreciate what Blessing Offer had to say as far mm-hmm. as you know, enticing people, saying, hey, I'm going to provide the food, and then, right. of course, everybody's going to come over. Um, but the food was just to get them there, and once they're there, right. they get to spend the time together, right? That's it. Yeah. Speaking of Nigeria and hopping from place to place, let's go to Australia with Rebecca St. James. Christmas growing up was very different because it was summer at Christmas. And so we'd get together with the cousins. I have 24 first cousins. And so we'd get together and we'd go swim at Christmas and we'd go find a little Charlie Brown tree and hang hang some lights on it. But it was definitely not this epic like snow, cold, you know. Well, not if you're um, swimming. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful tree, none of that. And so very, very different experience. But uh, also for me, I think one of the most precious parts of, of Christmas each year is just sitting down at some point when the house is quiet and like, you know, with the tree there and all the lovely decorations and, and just thinking through what God has done in this past year and reflecting on life and really just taking a moment and um, taking it all in. You know, what was God taught me? Um, What am I learning in this season? What are the beautiful things that are gifts from Him that He has given me in my life? And and take a moment of gratitude for for that. And so I, I love the reflection of the Christmas season. I think it's, it's something that's very, very important and very powerful. That's so important because we oftentimes can get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the holidays. And it's so important to just sit for a minute, like she said, and just take it all in. Don't rush. Don't, you know, get you a cup of joe. Yeah. I got my own personal cup of joe. <laughs> it's an interesting perspective, too, to hear uh Christmas in Australia when it's summertime. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of funny because she was mentioning about going swimming and stuff. And I remember this we can one. too. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that because um, now I don't know that this was necessarily Christmas, but I remember going to my brother's in-laws place. And uh-huh. I, I don't think it was actually at Christmas. Maybe it was a month later or something like that. But of course, being in Ontario, Canada, there's snow on the ground. It's in the middle of winter. And yeah. um, his in-laws... It sounds strange, but they had a hot tub in their living room. In their living room? Yeah, and they're just the way that the house it, it it was one of their living rooms if you want to call it that. It was it was like okay. a big family room and they had a hot tub right in the middle and stuff and it was indoor. And so what we would do is we would sit in the <laughs> hot tub and then we made a trail of blankets or or towels to the door to the side door yeah. of the house oh, and we would get out of the hot tub, run outside, roll in the mm-hmm. snow and run back in into the hot tub. Oh, yeah. mercy. It was a riot. Can I tell you, when yeah, you go back into the hot tub, it's so much hotter. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, you get the stinging sensation when you jump in there. It's just like, oh, I don't know if I can handle the heat. But that just kind of got me thinking when, uh, when she mentioned about the fact that they go swimming. Yeah, we went swimming in the snow. <laughs> adventures, adventures, and more adventures. Well, here to talk about some more adventures John Reddick. We bought a house uh, a couple of years ago. And right when I moved in, I ordered this hardwood floor. 
ripped up the carpet. I pulled the carpet out of the living room and uh, <laughs> and I was like, yes, the hardwood floor is coming. And then COVID hit. And then they were like, yeah, uh, hardwood floor is uh, discontinued. Sorry, here's your money back. I'm like, oh, snap. So like the living room was just concrete. And so then came Christmas. So we have this like this, uh, I don't know, this four season kind of sunroom in the back. So we put the Christmas tree in the sunroom in the oh. back. And I was like, man, this is kind of cool. Like windows all around. Now it, I'm in Nashville, so it doesn't really snow during Christmas all the time. But uh, right. it actually did this time. And you just... Christmas trees back there you could see all the snow outside so it was uh it was this great moment right so I was like shoot from now on y'all we're putting the Christmas tree back here and everybody's like yeah so so now our Christmas tra- tradition is to have a tree in the back whether or not we have one in the front that's fine but, awesome uh, but definitely that's great in the back yeah that's great that's awesome yeah, yeah. Kind of a forced tradition in a sense, right? Like you, you didn't plan for it, but it just ends up happening. And so it just right. keeps going forward every year after that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we have our final guest on our Christmas edition of Between the Grooves. Tuzi is back with us. In Liberia, I'm going to go way back to Liberia. As a kid growing up, there were these, uh, I don't know, we do it still here in Canada, these, uh, it's like a Christmas child box, a Christmas box. So I remember getting one of those boxes from someone I didn't know. Um, uh, But it was just amazing that someone across the world would think of a girl like me you know way over there and I think that's what Christmas like I think that's what I love about Christmas so much because it's the love that it brings you know it's this it's just so full of love I see it here in Canada and even when I was back home where we didn't have toys and Christmas presents you wait for those Christmas boxes maybe you might get it maybe not but there was still love you know we didn't have turkey Like, not like right now, we have to have our turkey, but we didn't have all those <laughs> things. But, but love surrounded us. It's like, I don't know, there's something about that time of Christmas. Operation Christmas Child. Yeah, I love that. And the nice thing about Operation Christmas Child, obviously there's the big push in, I guess it's November for churches yes. to put stuff in the boxes. And the reason why they do it so early is because they got to get these boxes sent out and arrive at their destination on time. But the nice thing about mm-hmm. Operation Christmas Child is you can still give online all year long, which is which mm-hmm, is great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Love that story. I, love that. I, I was not expecting that from her. So, really appreciate her. And appreciate all the many guests for dropping by or calling in, sharing Christmas with us. Hey, if you have a story that you would like to share about Christmas, please leave it in the comments. We would love to hear from you. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves and on Instagram at Between Grooves Pod. Aisha, any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. She started with singing. She ends with singing. (laughs) Of course. Love, 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 and more love. When it's all said and done, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Uh, I really, really enjoyed getting together. Uh, I mean, all year long, we've had the opportunity to chat with people, but having them all come back was great. And just sharing Christmas and, yes. and allowing everybody else to share their Christmas with us and, and vice versa. So that was a lot of fun. Really special. On behalf of our producer, Justine, Aisha Woods, and James Curtis, wishing you guys an awesome Christmas. Thanks for listening 
to Fate Strong Today's Between the Grooves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider sharing it with your friends, rating our podcast, or giving us some love on your socials to your amazing friends and followers will only help us reach more people. We'd also love to hear from you and share your feedback in an upcoming episode. Send your video or written message to Aisha and James on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves or email us anytime. Hello at faithstrongtoday.com. 